Hi, and welcome to Cyprus Beat, your daily news briefing brought to you by the Cyprus Mail News Team. I'm Nick Theodoulou. And first up, the row over dangerous buildings reignited on Thursday after a small part of an apartment building in Limassol detached and fell to the pavement, with a similar but separate incident occurring later in the day. In the first case, no injuries were reported after a small but significant chunk of the building detached and crashed down from the fifth floor to the pavement below at about 4am. The second collapse occurred later in the afternoon, when part of a balcony on the seventh floor of a building broke off, injuring a 56-year-old woman who was passing underneath. She was taken by ambulance to Limassol Hospital, but her injuries were not serious. The incident happened at 3pm. The Scientific Technical Chamber, ATEC, said the current legislation on dangerous buildings is weak and ineffective. ATEC stressed that the matter was urgent and that it is purely by good luck that no one has died yet in such incidents. The same thing happened in a 12-hour period in Paphos earlier in the year, again at different buildings. And next, Nikos Christodoulidis looks set to wipe the floor with his rivals in the 2023 presidential race. The latest poll published by state broadcaster CYBC has shown. The survey, conducted on behalf of CYBC pollsters from October 4th to the 14th, used a sample of 1,224 respondents aged 18 and over. Irrespective of the questions, Christodoulidis consistently topped the charts. He was the most popular candidate at 55%, with Akel's Andreas Mavroyannis and this is Averov Neofidou trailing at 37% and 35%, respectively. At the same time, views on Christodoulidis were the most polarised, with just 16% of respondents saying they had no opinion either way about the former foreign minister who went rogue on his party Thisi by running as an independent. Asked who they'd vote from the first round of elections, 30.5% picked Christodoulidis, 19% Neofidou and 17% Mavroyannis, with Achilles Dimitriadis on 3%. And moving on. Lawmakers heard on Thursday that Cyprus has absorbed almost 80% of EU funds allocated to it since joining the bloc, a good rate of absorption, but needs to keep up the reform drive if it's to draw some 2.9 billion more euros earmarked for the 2021-2027 to period. A presentation to the state of play regarding EU funds was given to MPs by Lazaros Lazaro, member of the European Court of Auditors. Up until September 30th this year, Cyprus's absorption rate stood at 79%. The country ranked 10th in the EU in terms of absorbing funds. For the current programme period, 2021-2027, to the island is eligible for a total of €2.9 billion, euros, including the €1.2 billion euros associated with its National Recovery and Resilience Plan. The European Commission approved Cyprus's national plan in July 2021. The 1.2 billion euros which will be dispersed in tranches provided the island enacts a series of reforms in various areas, such as justice, local government and the environment. And moving on, Macarius Avenue in Nicosia will be closed to private vehicles as of October 27th once redevelopment works have been completed, the municipality announced. From that day onwards, only public transport, delivery vehicles, emergency vehicles and shop owners and residents will be able to drive down Margarios Avenue, as has been the original idea for the street. According to a written statement by the Nicosia municipality, Margarios Avenue and adjacent AG Leventi Street will be closed to all traffic from 6am on October 26th so that the roads can be painted. They will then reopen only to authorise vehicles on 10am on October 27th. And next, 
Cyprus has already bought new helicopters for the National Guard and has made defence agreements with more than 15 countries, according to Defence Minister Haralambos Petridis. Speaking at a military exercise in the Galohoryo shooting range, Petridis said that We are moving forward with the joint training both in Cyprus and abroad and we are clearly outward looking. We have signed agreements with more than 15 countries and the National Guard gives its personnel what they ask for, joint training and new experiences. He added that this was the direction they were moving at the National Guard to continue to ensure the integrity of the Republic. The minister added that they had already moved forward with the installation of the Green Line Electronics Monitoring System, which he said is progressing at a rapid pace. And elsewhere, a member of the British military has been arrested by Cyprus police on allegations of rape and was remanded for seven days on Thursday following a court appearance in Paphos. Although the suspect is a member of the British military, he is not a member of the British forces in Cyprus, a spokesman for the British bases told the Cyprus Mail. They stated that they cannot comment any further as it is an ongoing investigation. Police have confirmed that they have arrested the 19-year-old suspect following a 16-year-old's complaint that she was forced to have sex with him against her will. Local media reported that the 16-year-old is a British tourist. And finally, clocks go back an hour from October 30th at 4am, marking the end of summertime. The European Parliament has voted to ditch the hour change back in 2019, with a poll showing that most in the bloc agreed, but the change has yet to be implemented. And that's all for today. But as always, for the latest news, commentary and analysis, check out www.cypress-mail.com.